0: Your official home for Broncos training camp 2018. Let's go,
1: man, let's go! Orange and blue 760. As
2: Ned Flanders might say, hi ho Broncos neighborinos. I'm Andrew Mason, and you're in the Broncos audio zone. Thanks for joining me. Wednesday, the Chicago Bears were in town for the first of two joint practices with the Broncos. These practices were relatively uneventful, which is exactly what she want, of course. One of the players who stood out Wednesday, however, was Demarius Thomas, who joined us on 1st and 10-10. He had some interesting comments about the development of the offense and where he expects it to go. Hey, we're going to be joined here by wide receiver
1: Demarius Thomas. What's hey, up, man? up, man? Demarius Thomas is sitting down with us a few minutes, uh, being very gracious with his time.
3: DT got the shoes off. I, I, I gave them away, hey, man. Somebody took them. <laughs> somebody somebody <laughs> took them from him. You gave them away? Yeah, some of the fans over here wanted them, so I gave them to them. I signed Aww. them and gave them to them. Man, you, they gotta have shoes that, that are broken in, don't you? No, I don't need none. I got some already on the scratch. Okay, yeah, all I'm right. good. Okay. <laughs> I'm all right. I was about to say, man. <laughs> underarm, you don't really gotta break underarm, man. That's the good thing about it. Oh, this is a new tech shoes.
1: Something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, a fan just said, Hey, I like your shoes. Can I have them? And you're like, all right, man.
3: No, nah, it was like I gave one guy my gloves. It was over here. Okay. Um, some of the Bronco fans. And uh he was like, Can I have your gloves? And I was like, all right, honey, here you go. And then this lady was older lady was just like, Can I have your shoe? One of your shoes. And I was like, okay, she was like, I'll give you a kiss. So it was I was like, all right, I sign it. And she was like, huh, oh, give me Got I some sugar, me too. <laughs> sugar too. Sugar too. Sugar <laughs> too. <laughs> and then somebody else asked for the labs because I was walking with one shoe. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's hey, awesome. That's cool, man. man. Good
1: stuff. Yes, sir. That's really yes, cool. Sir. How how uh, how did you feel practice went today?
3: It was good. It was good. I don't know about the defensive side, but on our side, you know, we did some good things, and then there's some things we can work on, always work on. So, you know, it's it's good that we had a, um, Chicago in to go up against them in practice and see different faces in practice and um, get some film on the and get some um, tape on film for, you know, the older guys and the younger guys because um, we need it.
2: What yeah. are your first impressions of the Bears after seeing them today? The
3: first impression, uh, you know, I think they was holding it back. You know, they did some stuff just because we practiced against each other. But, you know, they got, they got players all over the field. They got speed out there. Um, and, you know, they, they, they work hard and they, 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 they practice like pros. So that's that's one of the main things Was good. You know, they practice like pros. They compete. And, um, you know, guys are out here asking questions to get better. So, and that's, you know, that's, that's all it's about. At what point would you think most
4: of the offensive players are in terms of their comfort with the with the offensive playbook right now? I mean, is everybody got everything down now? Is it
3: still <laughs> still coming along? I ain't. Uh, I ain't, I ain't uh, we ain't got to die. I ain't gonna say. Hey, I, I, some guys, I say I, I can't even tell no story because I had an me yesterday and I had one today because of, you know it, it it's, it's, it's like if you go out and just go like simple but we got emotions we got stuff here we got stuff there and it's little things but the good thing about it is from day one to day five to day 10 and to now everybody's getting better and improving and that's what you want and, that's, and then everybody is playing fast, and that's the main thing. You don't want guys out there second-guessing and thinking about what's going on. they playing fast, and then if they do have a mistake, they still playing fast. Sometimes they're they not in people's way because of their playing fast. But, you know, we're, we're getting it down, and we're going we're gonna to be going.
4: Like, now, I wonder if the coaches have told you guys, like from, from a defensive player's point of view, how difficult it is. Like when you guys come out of the huddle quick and then start motioning all over the place, yes, you ask the guys wide yes, open. Yes, sir. Yes,
3: sir. Defensive guys will mess it up. And the Main guys, <laughs> old guys in the middle. Remember you start motioning, it's 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 everything. So when every we get on the same page, oh, the motion right. is going down. You're yeah. gonna see defenses pointing, and we're gonna be snapping, and it's gonna be like, yes, yeah, that's what we want. So we just yeah. make sure you keep everybody going, yeah, cause yeah. oh, I'm on it. We yeah. on it. We own it. We gonna be alright. We got. I say we got about another week and a half.
1: Yeah, we got about another
3: week and a half of work i say, i say. All right. Yeah. All right. We're talking yeah, with Demarius Thomas.
1: Stuff. Demarius Thomas here, our first to 10 at 10, Orange and Blue 760. We just were listening to Case Keenum. I know the message from Vance Joseph, we got to start faster, he keeps saying. What, what does that mean? What does that entail when, for, from your perspective?
3: Uh, from my perspective, we just got to be ready to go once the, the first kickoff going on. And, and whoever going to be on the field first with that defense, offense, well, First is special teams, mm-hmm. so special teams. And then when it comes to offense, we got to start faster, meaning we can't have those plays that's going to hurt us. We can't have three and outs. we got to be able to move the ball. We can't just go in and be three and out, uh, have a positive play then, um false start, offside, or any type of penalty. And that's I think that's one of the things I take away from it, and uh, just being ready for anything.
2: Kind of projecting it out, you talk about where this offense was from day one to day five to day ten. Where do you think this offense can be, say, by <laughs> October and <laughs> <or> November?
3: <laughs> sky's the limit, man. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even put it on it. But I can say, you know, from you know being in meetings and seeing how everything works and some of the calls he called, you see guys running open and stuff like that. It can be sky's the limit. We can put up a lot of points, but the main thing is it got to be all 11 guys. And if we can't get all 11 guys doing it at once, and then it won't work. You know, you can have all the talent all the talent on paper, but you still got to go out and put the work in and be able to go out and compete against other teams. So if, if we can, if we can do that, we'll be all right.
4: Yeah. Now you, you mentioned that you guys got to come out fast, got to, can't come out making mistakes, having offside penalties. How do you clean those things up? Is it just mental focus?
3: Most of it is mental focus. And sometimes it's, it's like, you know, when you get in that game and you ready to go, is you sometimes you just anxious and, it, and yeah. it just happened. But like, You know, some of those things we just got to focus in more and just mentally focus and, you know, calm down and listen to the call and everything and and just go from there. And and it's just small things and we're we're, going to get it done. We're going to get it worked on and fix it all. But it's just those little things. Right.
1: We were talking about you a few weeks ago in your article on NFL.com with James Palmer. And I mean, how fascinating was that for you to to realize how much diet ties into the way you even heal your own body? (laughs)
3: Man, I've been on this, this diet thing for a while, ever since my first two years, but like the way I'm on it now is a totally different level because the diet, man, is the diet is real. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not just for football, that's just for like everyday yeah. living, everyday living. And, you know, my main thing was for football I needed for football, but it's also everyday living and you know, I, I, I preach it to my mother, my family members, and you know, it kind of helps. And all of my stuff I done done over the years and this off season, you know, I noticed the biggest, biggest notice was this off season from, you know, my workouts and then my diet and then, some of the other things I will be doing, and, and it was it was a big difference for me, and it kind of it's been helping me out big time. Now,
4: now, has your family listened to you? or they? My
3: mom, my mom, my mom, she a vegan. She been whoa, whoa, hey, hey. she hey. she been a vegan for like a year and a half, and I'm surprised, nice. especially coming out of prison and like you're used to like the food they eat in prison yeah and i'm like not a lot of, choices. of prison, you gonna want ice cream right. you gonna want fried foods <laughs> right. you gonna want collard greens especially where we from and she she been cooling that's good stuff i'm surprised man. I'm like, yeah okay. that's your influence man yeah, because that's- i you know it influences because you know i'm looking out for my mother because you know if the, the worst the bad there's more bad stuff you put in your body to catch up to you once you get older yeah. yeah and then she you know we're trying to balance it out now because i'm sure she has so much bad stuff being in prison and now that we're trying to, she's trying to balance it out. So I'm proud of him. Now yeah. you,
2: you can control that obviously when you're at home, but when you're here, how do you have the Broncos like meal staff cafeteria helping you out? I got a chef. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, here?
3: Yeah? I got my own chef. Okay, you got it. Okay, own own okay, all right. yeah, yeah, own
2: chef. But but
3: they they also do a great job inside too. Yeah. You know, once before like first day of training camp. They kind of figure out and know what everybody's eating and, and what everybody's plan is, and they kind of have it figured out once you even before you even come in. Oh wow, they hey, do. A, they do a great job in that.
1: Last question for me. Appreciate the time, Demarius Thomas joining us here on the air. So this last game, Saturday night, the crowd is chanting for Chad Kelly. And look, we have we have all sorts of great moments in preseasons, but this was one of those like you know the, the team, especially on offensively, hadn't quite been able to get on track, hadn't been able to, and all of a sudden Chad Kelly. What what do you think about his story? about what, what's going on with him moving up into that second team? And what, what what's your perspective on it?
3: Hey, man, hey, he's competing. He came out and did a great job. Um, the coaches made their decisions. I can't really say much on it because, you know, I don't I, I'm going I'm, I'm I'm with case right now. Yes, yeah, you <laughs> about case, stuff. man, I, I told two years ago. I've been worried about that, that situation with one, two and three. I'm worried about one. Right, right, now. right. But, you know, the guys are competing. They're doing a great job. And, um, you know, I pay attention to it and um, you no, know, I just want him to keep competing and see who's going to be that second guy.
2: With but, that work with Case, where is your timing now compared to, say, where it was with Peyton that you had a chance to work with for a few years? I
3: ain't far away. Wow. That <laughs> wow. ain't far away.
2: Yeah, he throws nice yeah, ball. He throw a
3: nice ball. Very catchable. And if you can't catch it, nobody else will. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Puts it in that, just, in that spot. In that spot. To be that, that sort of guy, he throws a great ball, and he's smart with it. Awesome. D.C.,
4: is, is there anybody in the league that you look forward to playing? You know, each, every time you play them, you see them on the roster, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> week three, I got them. You probably don't want to mention the name. What What team? Say, what what team? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I look, for, I look forward to every week, man. There I, we go. I,
3: got, I get an opportunity to go out and, and play the game that I love. So, you know, I look forward to it every well,
4: see, week. I look at the stats. Look who you just scored up. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a great
3: answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're trying to throw me out there like yeah. a bank. I ain't going to <laughs> take it. I ain't going to take <laughs> it. No, no, no. Nice Always. work there, man. No, yeah. no, no. I, you know,
4: I figured you would not if it's one person. Oh, you, you
3: you're a defensive player. I know you. Because yeah. no. if you heard if you heard anybody from Oakland or San Diego or Kansas City say, I can't wait to play them Broncos. Can yeah, okay. you hear that? Oh, you taking their head <laughs> well, off the first play that's you That's what I said. You
4: know, it's just, I know, I know we're I know. good. I, want, I ain't going to put y'all <laughs> there like that.
1: <laughs> DT, I'm sure y'all
2: know who it is.
1: Oh yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah, We yeah, definitely do. Dude. DT, we appreciate the time. Thanks man. for having me.
2: Broncos fans, you have to love hearing about how Thomas thinks his timing with Case Keenum is almost to where it was with Peyton Manning. It's good stuff that the Broncos hope will get their offense back in form. Next up, tight end Jake Butt, who is hale, healthy, and ready after missing last year with a torn ACL.
1: We're going to be joined by Jake Butt here Jake in a matter Butt, of moments maker. as uh, he walks over here to the tent and will uh, join us. What's up, What's up, Jake?
4: How you doing, man?
1: Good Hey, Jake, how are you? Jake, thanks for coming over. Appreciate it. All right. So we have a... We'll have to have you. We'll have to have you hold a mic here, if you don't mind, uh, Jake. Appreciate uh, you uh, popping on with us, Broncos tight end Jake But How uh, how did you feel practice went today?
5: Yeah, it went well. Uh, it was definitely refreshing to go against another team. Um, you're kind of banging against your own guys for these past two two and a half weeks, and uh, um, just to go against the Bears and go against a different scheme, um, it was definitely refreshing. I thought we had a good day.
2: What kind of different things do they throw at you that maybe you hadn't been seeing from the Broncos defense last couple of weeks?
5: I mean, it's just a different scheme with different players, different personnel. You know, they're doing some different things in our defense. Um, Their DNs and outside linebackers are playing different than, you know, Vaughn, Chubb, Shaq, Shane. So it's kind of just more so matchups and and understanding their techniques.
4: three weeks into camp, how are you feeling? Uh, You know, how how would you say the team overall is feeling right now? Like guys are like, hey, time for this to be over with or it's like hey man it's just the grind time we got to get through it and continue to improve
5: uh, we definitely know it's the grind time i mean it's camp there's no hiding it um you know no one feels fresh right now that's there's no hiding that but um dudes are competing and dudes want more and they're hungry and you know with, with our legs being heavy, we're still coming out here every single day and bringing it. Um, and I think today was a, another added little bonus. Going against the Bears, it's just refreshing getting to go against someone other than your own defense. Yeah.
1: Joining with tight end Jake Butt, how are you feeling? Physically, have been able to move, and it seems like you've like never had a problem at all.
5: Yeah, yeah, no, I feel great out there. Um, feel good moving around. Um, just feel fresh you know feel feel uh feel good to just be out there playing football again honestly um just feels good to be out there with the guys practicing just taking it rep by rep day by day
2: we see you obviously making catches over the last couple of weeks and that's earning note but how do you feel you're coming along as a blocker especially kind of that trial by fire with some of those quality x rushers you've got to chip in against from time to time
5: yeah man uh i've had good days and i've had bad days but i think uh the general trend's been in the right direction for me and uh I think these past two days before this I was pretty upset I missed a couple blocks and um, you know I just want to fix that and uh, came out here today and I think I did that a little bit more so um, blocking is just as important as passing obviously it's not going to get the credit or the glorification from the outside but um, it's just as important of a job that we have to do
4: now how do you feel about this offense? I mean Quite a bit different from the offense at the start of the season last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how much of Billy Musgrave's system he was able to put in, at, you know, when he took over as the offensive coordinator. But mm-hmm. you know, what what are your thoughts on it, and you know, how do you feel like you'll be able to, to help this yeah. offense be productive?
5: I, I love what I'm seeing out of our offense out here, man. And uh, just starting with Case, he's been a, a great addition for us. Just seeing him spin the ball and seeing some of these throws he's making into tight windows today. You know, that's just that's just how a veteran quarterback and a leader does it. Obviously, we got weapons on the outside with our receivers. Um, our backs are doing a great job. O-line, the big boys up front, are doing a great job in pass and run protection. Um, in the tight end room, man, we got a lot of competition. Lot. Uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of dudes are making plays. So um, we're excited, just excited for the whole entire team.
1: How about the timing with the other quarterbacks besides Case Keenum? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that we've uh, noted many times is the rotations here, You know, with the receiver, with the tight ends, the receivers, they're you're getting a chance to play with everybody.
5: Yeah, no doubt. I think those other two guys, Chad and uh, Paxton, are doing a great job too. And as you can see, there's a lot of competition going on in that room from that back spot, And uh, I think if you look at where they were from day one to where they are now, um, that competition is just making them stronger. It's making sure that they have to bring it every single day and um, it's paying off for them.
2: What was the feeling like on Saturday night uh, getting to go out there and play after having worked through the rehab and not being able to play in a game last year was there a little emotion for you Go
5: yeah on. yeah um and you know i got to run out of the tunnel too which was a special moment um you know just to hear that crowd cheer and roar and everything but uh, honestly once once i got out there it's, it's just playing football it's just business as usual you're not really thinking about anything else other than your assignment and your job uh it was a little quick for me i know i only got two drives and we had two quick three and outs so kind of felt like right as I was getting in the groove of the game I'm getting yanked so I think I'm excited this Saturday <laughs> to hopefully get some more reps yeah that's right
4: now are there any players that you played against in while you were in college at the University of Michigan that you're looking forward to playing uh, in the NFL
5: yeah, man, uh, I think we, we got <laughs> we got week one. We got two of my guys, uh, Mara Darbo, um, he plays receiver for the Seahawks, and uh, Delano Hill, uh, he plays safety for the Seahawks. Oh, so we'll see. okay, yeah, we'll you guys just battled him back in college. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get matched up one time and uh, may the best man win, man. Uh, right, so. is, we got, we're pretty well spread out, pretty well represented, Michigan is across the league, so it'll be some fun matchups for sure.
4: So who used to win those battles in college?
5: Me. <laughs> yeah, me and Darbo. Yeah, yeah, me and Darbo want him on offense, for sure. All right. uh,
1: yeah. Jake uh, Jake Butt joining us here. Broncos tied in. Just a couple more questions for you. Uh, the Broncos, of course, opting in the offseason. Not to make a lot of moves at tight end. They probably could have potentially taken a guy in the free agency. They obviously had a Troy in the draft. But I wondered if... Understanding the expectations for you, for you this season, that, that basically I get I think for a lot of Broncos fans said that they expect you to be the tight end one of this group. How do you feel about that?
5: Uh, honestly, it's it's not really my place to say. I just got to go out there and do my job. But um, kind of touching back on what we spoke on earlier, we got a talented room. Um, a lot of guys can do a lot of different things. So uh, we're kind of all just trying to work to earn a role, earn opportunity in these games. Um, that just starts with practice, and you know guys have been making plays. So it's a it's a pretty pretty tight competition um, and and we're pushing each other every single day so mainly you know I'm just more excited about our room and what what, what we can do with it.
2: What would you want to have happen this year to make this a successful season for you?
5: Uh, We got to get back to the playoffs. Um, it's it's not about anything personally or individually, man. It, nothing nothing matters unless you're winning. So uh, we got to get back to the playoffs, the Broncos way, the winning tradition, and let's make a run and try to go get a ring.
4: Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to put the team yeah, goals first, first. But do you, do you have any personal goals? I know, like, for me, back when I played, I was like, all right, every game by halftime, I want to have eight to ten tackles, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's yeah. a lot, but you know, I, I had the goal that I wanted to get to yeah. and, you know, I know as a defensive player many times we can control that stuff a lot more so than you can with catches in that yeah. because the, the quarterback has to throw the ball to you yeah. and all that. So, But do you have any Any goals like that?
5: Yeah, I mean, you kind of said it. It's hard for me to say, you know, I want to go out there and have 10 catches. A lot of that's out of my hands. So um, my goal is just do my job. And when a ball comes my way, catch it and make a play. Just be someone that this team can count on. Uh, Even though I am a younger guy and this would be my first season playing, I want to be a guy these coaches can trust to put out there in any situation, do my job and
2: make a play for our team. Coming up next, Brandon Cristal and Matt McChesney of All Access catch up with defensive end Clint McDonald. He talks about being on the other side of Super Bowl 48 but don't hold that against him folks he is a Bronco now and he talks about the work he must put in to maintain his health and his place in pro football
6: pleased to be joined by one of the newest Broncos we haven't had a chance to talk to you yet so we're both excited Clinton McDonald of your Denver Broncos defensive lineman here with us Clinton you're back out on the practice field how you feeling nope hang on let's get you on air Okay, it's us try that again. There we go. Yep. There, there we, we go. go. Now we're rolling.
7: Yes, sir. Sorry. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm acclimated to the weather and the altitude out here. Enjoy being a Denver Bronco so far and um, enjoy working with all the D linemen, office linemen that um, pre- 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 present a challenge as well as an um, actual um, way to push yourself out here.
6: When you got to town... And you were first around your teammates. Do you happen to wear your Super Bowl 48? No. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. When you guys are like, hey, where are you, you want to meet uh, for dinner? You go over to the steakhouse over here. And they're like, oh. Everybody's looking at you like, what the hell? What's wrong? What well, that? Hey, yeah. I mean, you you earned it, right?
8: That's uh, my ring, son. Uh,
6: I mean, I've been to a lot of football games. That one wasn't real fun for uh, folks here in Broncos country. He had, he had an awesome time. But were you on the field that very first play? Yes, sir. I so was. when Manny Ramirez snaps the ball past Peyton and you guys scoop it up and you get the, or get the safety, are you just thinking, all right, this is it? I mean, was it at that point like this is it, yeah. we're rolling?
7: Um, you know, when you're you're part of a team and you know what your, what your team has, you know who, who's on your team and the attitudes and the energy everybody brings, when something like that happens in the Super Bowl for the first play of the game, you know, it kind of makes you feel like, yeah. He's what over. we're doing is right. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's
6: and it was your day. But we'll move on from that to yeah. happier times.
9: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my question is this. You're Mr. Reliable, man. You've played a lot of football games in a row. Right? And that's pretty tough for a defensive lineman in this league to stay as healthy as you have. Yes, sir. And I'm not trying to jinx you at sure, all. Sure, Knock on wood. What kind of advice would you give a guy like Derek Wolf and not Pecco so much? Because you and him—he played both 130 bats. straight yeah. games. You know, yeah. Wolf now is dealing with his first real injury issue in his life. Got this. Got this. All young those, these young cats that we've got up front that could have 10-year careers where sure. they play a lot. What advice would you give a young guy like that?
7: Well, you know, um, just uh, observing those guys, it seems like they're getting it down. packed now. Um, body maintenance is real big for a defensive lineman, offensive lineman taking care of your body um, like you said earlier hot tub cold tub massage chiropractor acupuncture you know just uh um, meditation things like that because this is a tough game it's not a it's not a play that goes by that you play either offense or defense that you're not getting into a fight it's not like a linebacker where you might come down for a little bit and then you're running go, go cover you might right. go cover or db you're running all game and it, every every position has its um its its, it's 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 hard times but for the most part Defense alignment and offensive alignment, you have to take care of yourself. You have to do the necessary things. you got to put in the time, pass, film room to go and get your body right to be able to fight on Sunday.
9: Bill Collar was my first ever coach in this league. Oh, I man. was a rookie with him uh, with, when I was with the Rams. and Unfortunately, I didn't get to play for him for that long because I uh, got sick and didn't get to go to training camp. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But with the, the short time I had him, I remember him saying to me, you're not as good as you think you are. mm mm-hmm. You you don't work as hard as you think you do. You don't run and chase the ball as hard as you think you do. And if you listen to me, you will take the tangible things I can teach you, and they will stay with you, not only your football career, but for the rest of your life. Exactly. And it's the most important thing I ever heard. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he changed my perspective on how I should act as a pro and how I present myself and act on the field. And then it also made me look at myself and say, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. It's the first time anybody ever told me that. Playing for Coach Kolar... Just talk about your experience with him so far, because it's your first time with him, right? Yes, sir. And how much he's helped you develop some new skills going into, what, what year is this? Going going on 10. 10 years in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you could probably teach the the rookies if you wanted to, (laughs) but just talk
7: about what Bill has taught you going into year 10. You know, um, just some of the things you just said, and I'll reframe them or reword them a little bit different, you know, just the hustle, you know, the grind, and just – being adamant about what you're doing out there, knowing your playbook, um, knowing why it's important to run to the ball. He asked me, he said, Clinton, why is it important to run to the ball? And I said, Coach, because um, you never know if the ball comes out. You never know if you can be the one to prevent a touchdown. Um, kind of going back in my history last year, we played the Saints, and um, 41 breaks, breaks a run on the screen. And I'm running down the sideline to go get him. And he cuts back in, so I'm thinking, okay, he's cutting back into my help. And next thing you know, he breaks two or three tackles, and he scores a touchdown, and I'm right there. And in the, when he said, why is it important to run to the ball, it, it flashed in my mind to say, you could have stopped the touchdown if you kept going and, and, and said, I'm going to make the play. Right. And Coach Kolar, Kolar is, um, is a great man. He's a great coach. He pushes everybody, and that's, that's one thing I like about him. He makes sure everybody, he gets the most out of everybody. He makes sure everybody works well together. And everybody knows what they're doing while they're on the field.
9: And top to bottom, it don't matter it if you're Vaughn matter. or a
7: rusher or a rookie. It don't it matter. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's what I like about him. He doesn't play favoritism. He said the other day, "You wonder why I talk about this guy, or that guy, because this guy and that guy does it right." And that kind of makes me feel like I was back in high school when I had my defense coordinator. He said, "Yeah, I got favorites. My favorites are the guys that does it right." Yeah. And um, it makes me feel good when you come into the NFL and it's still that type of coaching going on. I love it, man.
6: Clint McDonald here with us. How different has training camp been for you this year without having hard knocks and seeing <laughs> seeing you guys on <laughs> oh, TV that's every right, week? Because yeah. Matt and I are big hard knocks fans. I do like the show uh, a lot. and. Last year we were we, we were both drinking the Tampa Kool Aid and you guys and then you had T.J. Ward and Deshaun Jackson and yeah. we're buying into everything Jameis is doing till he bit the W. But that was later in the year. <laughs> well, I still don't get that. What the hell is going on? So how how different is it for you this year compared to last year with all the hype that Hard Knocks brings? Um, uh, Hard Knocks
7: brings a lot of hype, but it's um they have to sell a show, they have to sell a product, and uh, we True. understood that. Um, they're they're in your face every day with the cameras in the in the classrooms when you're teaching when you're going over things. So it's really like a personal look in the NFL locker room or an NFL classroom on the field what's going on, what's going on in the locker room, what's going on at the house. So it's a lot different not to have that camera steady in your face and just what 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 is he doing today? Right. You know, so it gives you a little break or a little downtime to really get to know your guys, really get to gel and bond with the, with the guys you're going to play with and um it's a lot better than just being in Tampa, to be honest with you. We've discussed it. The altitude being one challenge out here. But like I told people, I can get used to the altitude. Well, I cannot eight, get used to the heat. Well, the heat here, this this nothing. 84 hurt.
6: degrees compared to what it is in Tampa like uh, in, in August. <laughs> well, Look, going into year 10, you never know exactly what the future is going to hold. The Broncos yeah. offered you a uh, nice chunk of change for two years. But i got to think there were other suitors out there. It couldn't mm-hmm. have just been the Broncos. So why did you why did you choose Denver, which has a good D-line and a crowded room, but what made you think you could come fit in here? Why was this the right fit for you? Well, you know, if any
7: player's ever been to a Super Bowl, it's a taste in their mouth that you can't get out. And um, knowing the type of staff that they had here in Denver, the world-class um, opportunities you have to get recovery, to uh, get coached by the best coaches in the league, that's one thing that sold me. Knowing you got Derek Wolf, you got Dometa Apeko, which I played with in Cincinnati when I was a rookie. Um, you know the guys. You know the, the the chemistry, the makeup. and You know these guys go hard, and whenever a player chooses in his free agency where he's going to go, he's looking not to say, okay, where can I start or where can I make the most money. Well, hell, excuse my language, but who's gonna, who's gonna who's gonna push me? Who's gonna make me a better player? Right. Who, who's gonna really bring the, the salt out of me? And uh, when I looked at this this roster, um, amongst others, I said, you know what? These are the same guys I played with, I uh, played against in 2013. And I feel like these guys have that go. They have the go factor. They have the talent. They got the, 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 the actual attitude to say one more. one got more rip. Juice. They got the juice. Got that juice. And you want to be around the juice. Uh, the last thing I got for you,
9: coming into the, the new team, talk about the Broncos' offensive line. You're going against them every day. Uh, it's been a point of contention here for a long time in, in, the, in the great state of Colorado and in, the city, in my city of Denver is when is that offensive line going to be the reason we win?
7: I think they're getting better. What's your opinion? I think they're getting better as well. You know, uh, shout out to Ron Leary. I played with him in college. Right, you yeah, both Memphis Tigers. Exactly, both Memphis Tigers. Um, you know, guys like him, Paradis, of course, you know, you got guys who are stepping up. Nobody's satisfied with their position. Nobody's saying, you know, I got it. I'm not worried about it. Talking to Ron the other day, he said, man, I need to do this. I need to do that. And him coaching himself, scouting himself. And it's not just Ron. It's it's a lot of the other guys too. You look at Max, you look at Billy, you look at guys who are really coming and try to bring the best every day to get the best out of themselves on the field and make each other better. So when you got an offensive line or any group on the field that says, you know what, we have to do this, we have to do this, our hand placement needs to be better. Our foot we need to drive here, we need to step here. When you got that type of attitude and football's on the brain in a football facility, it, it, it's, it's
6: pretty encouraging to see. I'm excited now, man. You're getting me all pumped up. Practice is over. <laughs> uh, Clint, Clint McDonald here with us just for another minute or two, and we really appreciate the time. Uh, as you got down with your lift, you haven't even gone in to eat yet. Uh, you've been around the league for a, a decade now. Played with that Legion of Boom and Michael Bennett and, and Wagner and a really good team in Seattle. You are around Gerald McCoy last year, and you haven't been in a regular season ga- or even a preseason game with Vaughn yet. But where? what do you think of Vaughn, and where would you put him in your pantheon of, of – Defensive teammates in terms of physical talent. Physical talent
7: and, and, and ability raw, raw ability. You look at Vaughn and you say, I can see why he's a Super Bowl MVP. Because he works hard, but he makes it look easy. It's kind of like, you know, when Michael Jordan slammed dunk, so when he used to slam dunk. And he said, nobody else cocks the shoulder and throws it down like he does. And with Vaughn Miller, it's the same way. It doesn't look like he's running fast off the edge, but he's burning everybody. Right. It's that fluidity, is the, the, the ability to, to bend, to get around the corner, and not to be the big physical guy, a 6'5 or 250 or 300-pound defensive end, but he can get around the corner, and if he wants to, he can redirect his feet and change direction and knock the tackle or tight end up the field with one arm. And to see that firsthand, you see it on the games on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday, but to see it firsthand, it really surprises you. It shocks you. It makes you really, really realize how gifted this man is.
6: All right, then uh, hey, final, final, final two quick ones for you. Uh, the Bears were out here today. What do you like about these joint practices?
7: Um, I like the fact that each team is trying to get better. Nobody's really trying to hurt anybody. You know, it's the NFL, and it's all about toughness. It's about mental toughness. It's about going hard. But at the same time, this is, still a, this is still a fraternity of each 32 teams to come together and be professionals about what they're doing on the practice field. The professionalism showed by the Bears as well as us, um, we executed that today. We didn't go out here, we didn't fight, we didn't take it off the field. Everything was uh, a a point to get our work in and do it professionally, and I think we accomplished that today.
9: You think it's more important than even the game? Because I I do.
7: I think that today and tomorrow are monumentally more important than the game. It it is, it is. I mean, the game is what, what you get out of the practice, but practice is always setting up for the game. How you practice, how you prepare, how you run to the ball, how you attack the ball carrier. Things like that really count in practice because it's muscle memory. It's every time you do the right thing, you're, you're you're pushing yourself further and further from the wrong way to do it. So when you when you look at practice and you say, "Well, I'm going against you know long," or I'm going to get some of the offensive line, but I'm going lined up at the receiver and I'm, I'm a DB going against my receiver, and I know I got to play this guy in the game. You're studying this guy. You're studying what they do best, what they do bad, and how to try to uh, uh, take advantage of it.
6: Final thing we got for you: grew up in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Larry McDonald and Bonnie McDonald, both in the military. Yes. Something tells me football and getting getting gruff from football coaches. <laughs> no big deal. No if big both deal. Both parents were in the military. What what the what they serve yeah. in and, and what they what was their ranks? My mother was a captain in the army um,
7: for a few years, and she retired to, uh, to raise us at home. My father, he was an E6 Tech Sergeant in the Air Force, flew in Vietnam as an um, wow. engineer crew chief as well as a loadmaster. So he, he, he has a lot of background. And actually, he's retiring this year from Lockheed Martin wow. After, wow. after 30 years okay. um, awesome. as a flight instructor for the C-130s. So um, being raised in that household, my mom, she said, um, she made a statement. I was telling my daughter to tire her shoes. She said, we're not, raising, we're not uh, doing a boot camp. And I said, well, Mom, when I was growing up, I couldn't tell. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. It's good for structure because when you're young, and you, 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 a lot of things can distract you. To have parents that really care, even though you might not grow up in a big house or in a situation where you have a lot of money and a lot of resources, when you have parents that care and they really love you and they're really looking for your well-being and, and try to develop you as a, as a person, it, it makes a world of difference.
6: In 10 years in the NFL or four years at Memphis, were you ever late for a meeting? Have you ever been late to a meeting once? I've been late for a meeting. How'd um, that happen?
7: I overslept. <laughs> I, I got to in college. In college, my first time late ever for a meeting. And I'm running out on the practice field, and I had a um, my head coach at the time in college, was Coach Tommy West. And he looks at me, and I, and I already I already know the look. I can feel it. It's burning in my
3: spirit. And had he recruited
7: you? And so had he met your parents? He met my parents. He came and met my parents. He went to my dad's job, went all the way around the city in Jacksonville, asking people about me. And he looks at me and said, you better get your blank going. <laughs> and when he said that, it, it it crushed me. Because, you know, when a guy takes that much uh a time into you and to invest in your future, you don't want to prove them nah, wrong. And you don't, don't want to let them morning. down. And that was the last
6: time I was ever What year me. was that in school? That was uh, 2005. So freshman my year. My freshman, freshman, freshman year. Freshman yeah. year. You haven't been late to meetings. i was surprised no. you've been late to one meeting. Yeah. Yeah. When you grew up the way you did, uh, I, I'd imagine... That being places on time and saying yes, sir, and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Not that big of a deal. No, well, uh, a, a it's, mistake it's, could
7: happen, but just don't make it happen twice. Amen to that. That's a
6: habit. Clinton, welcome to town. We're excited to see what you can do on the football field. Uh, glad that you're out there at practice and ready to watch you uh, go out and win a bunch of games. Amen for the to that, brother. Yes, sir. Good Thank luck. Thank you, guys.
2: On to the other side of the line of scrimmage to Billy Turner, who looks like he can be a swing backup at right guard and right tackle. Multiple positions are nothing new to Turner, as he says he's been doing this sort of thing in every training camp he's known. Broncos offensive
6: lineman Billy Turner now joins us. We had the pleasure of having Billy come in studio a little uh, up, over a month ago, right before training camp High got spring. going. Got you some For you. some uh, frozen yogurt, to be exact, from uh, our pal the Wizard. Billy, how you feeling, man?
8: Good. How you guys feeling, Trying Do, to mess up your weigh-in doing right great. now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. I'm
6: sure you've got a little bit of wiggle room. They're not. They're not watching you
8: that closely, are they? Uh, I'm usually light anyway. I don't tell that. no jokes, huh? <laughs> no d- jokes allowed. Huh? I, d- I,
6: d- I, d- I, d- I believe that. Uh, so you've worked plenty at guard and tackle. Uh, just kind of talk me through where you're at with uh, everything that's gone on in camp so far.
8: Uh, I mean, for me, you know, from my rookie year, this is a typical camp for me. I haven't really gone through a training camp where I've been at just one position. You know, ever since I come into the league, I've been at multiple positions, you know, the whole time. So, uh, you know, making the switch to guard last week for the game because of some injuries was, you know, no big deal. You know, I'm I'm comfortable at that position. Obviously, I have been playing, you know, ta- tackle all of camp up until that point, but, you know, it is what it is. I I do what I got to do to help this team out into a uh, win ball games, and, you know, I'm back at tackle this week, so, you know, nothing new.
6: Do you worry at all about the idea that, look, man, I would love to just get a shot, Like, or what, what does it take to move up the depth chart so that I can work here at this spot, or knowing that they trust you enough that they think they can probably play you at four spots?
8: You know what, this game, it is a game, but this is a very interesting business. Regardless of what you think as a player, there's a lot of different people that think otherwise and there's certain things that got to play out certain ways you know you don't always get to uh get that shot and get that opportunity when you personally want it you know for me i come out to training camp practices i approach every practice to get better because i know that's what i need to do any way that i can get better and perfect my craft is going to help me in the long run um and personally, I know that my opportunity and my shot will come to be a starter in this league. Whether that's sooner rather than later, I can't tell you that. That's not up to me. But at the end of the day, when I get my opportunity, I'm going to you know, do my best to make the most of it. Joint practices is
9: something I never got to experience when I played. I don't know why they didn't do it. They just didn't. Do you, you dig joint practices? I felt like you guys got a, a, some good work today, but I felt like there was also some... Extended downtime.
8: Yeah, it's it's a different vibe than the normal training camp practice. Um, Usually there's fights. You know, I've done it before, and there's been a lot of fights today. I don't think there was any, which was...
9: How'd that work? How is there no fighting? Uh, don't, don't ask me. He's yeah, trying know. to
6: get better, and everyone's got the same color jersey, yeah, yeah, so it's I, kind of the same. You do know the who's who, co- right? The
9: coach talk is really wearing me No, no but that's
6: what they always say. They say it would be good know, to hit somebody in a different color jersey. you like, well, they have the same colors. Yeah, so I mean, and that's,
8: that's part of it, though, too, is the benefit of this is being able to go up against somebody different. Training camp, is a, it's a lot of days, a lot of weeks together. You go up against the same four or five guys every day. So it's nice to go up against someone else who has different things to bring to the table, different moves and stuff like that. So that is, that's is—that's a beneficial part about it. Now, the other thing is you can't get lulled to sleep about what you see at practice because a lot of teams are going to scheme practices and then show you something completely different in games.
6: Well, last year you guys did this with San Francisco, mm-hmm. and obviously – uh, a completely different team here. What what do you like from the Bears, or what are they giving you? I mean, they got guys like Leonard Floyd, the kid Roquan Smith just got out here today. And Hicks, Hicks nice player. What do you what do you see from the Bears, and what were you able to? to
8: it's get, um yeah, working with them today. You know, it's it's nice to go against a different D line. Their D line is built differently than our D line. You know, that's in my opinion, that's a stereotypical uh, NFC North D line you know big Huge. dudes you know yeah if you think about the nfc north even now but even back in the day they like to run the football you know so personally i think they got a lot a lot of guys that are bigger harder to move inside and whatnot not saying that we don't have bigger guys on our d line but we have a lot of athleticism on our offensive and defensive line so it is nice to go up against a different style of play up front because you get to work your diff- your crafts and you get to work different things that you haven't been able to do thus far in camp
9: Talk about the two coach system, you know, Strauss and Coogs. Have you ever had two coaches like that that are both in charge? And is it helping with the communication on the field, being able to go ask them questions and get feedback?
8: Uh, personally, no, I've never had uh, a coaching system like that. But I do think it's beneficial for us. You know, we get a lot of uh, individual work. Guards and centers go with Coogs. Tackles go with uh, Straw. So. It's a lot more individualized. You know, you don't have to worry about waiting until the guards get done with the drill and then doing tackle stuff. You know what I mean? In the past, typically, if you're just working on stuff with the centers and guards, uh, kind of as a tackle, you kind of just step in and try to work your own type of stuff. You don't really get a work in on that drill and whatnot. So we're definitely getting a lot of, you know, a lot of – individualized work out here which is nice and then you know it's really no different in the classroom you know we're in meetings and when we're on the field you know they both coach at the same time there might be times where they're talking at the same time but talking to two different people you know during the same play so you know it's beneficial because at the end of the day you get more individualized attention.
6: Are they maybe? When I say they are the Broncos. Maybe on the cutting edge of something. Do you think more teams may copy, especially if you're a I, I think it's really well.
8: I mean, it's definitely a good idea. I think. Um, I mean, every team is different. Every staff is different. It's. I mean, I don't. I don't know. They could be. I mean, maybe that'll be based off of our performance this do year. You, maybe do you it still won't have be. an
9: assistant too. Do they? Is there still that guy that's there to help, or is it just the two of them? Because the Bears have. Their head guy, the dude, the coach at Notre Dame, I can't remember his name. Yep. and then they've got, they've got an assistant. They got you know his like minion that follows him around.
8: Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's just our two it's head guys, two guys. Um, which is enough. And primarily in the past, it's been our head O line dude. We've had an assistant guy, and we've also even had like a an offensive
6: quality control, yeah, like yeah, okay. quality
8: control type of dude. Depending on where you are, that quality control dude. It's really based off of what he kind of wants to progress to in his future, I think. So, like, when I was in Miami, we had the head dude, the assistant, and then one of the quality control guys on offense was a dude that coached O-line and wanted to be an O-line coach, so he was with us a lot of the time. Oh, Chris okay. Cooper. Yeah, Coop. yeah, we had Coop down there. Yeah, yeah. We Coop. We, and
6: we know you had uh, Chris Forrester. Yep, we so had He was having a Forrester. damn good time. And partying his ass off. Partying in bathtubs and laughing his ass off. You, you missed the <laughs> chance to hang out with him. All right, final thing I have for you. You grew up in Minneapolis, yep. so do you hate the Bears?
8: I mean... You don't you like over. It? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I mean, since I play now, it's just different. I don't like anybody that I'm not playing for. You know what I mean? Growing up, my pops played for the Vikings, but that was, you know, he retired before I was born, so... Growing up, I was a Vikings fan when I was little, and then I got older, and you know that was back when the Vikings weren't great, and you know it was just a lot of letdown. So I didn't really have a team per se. I just kind of enjoyed watching, you know, the games. You know, I, I know I wasn't a Packer fan, being from Minnesota.
6: Did you have extra friends or family that came out that wanted tickets for the game the other day, or be, because of the preseason? Those are uh, regular season games. My
8: parents were out here, but they were already out on this side of the country yeah. visiting people, but.
6: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't really count. I'm talking about like your friends that grew up in Minnesota. Uh, they're like, no,
8: no. I mean, You
6: have to wait till you go back there, and then they'll hit yeah, you up for a 20 yeah,
9: tickets, 50 tickets. Yeah. yeah, we're offensive linemen too, bro. I mean, people are excited to see us, but only to
6: a point. No, but they uh, want to so see I'm their exactly, team. Yeah. It's less about you and seeing their team. Like, hey, I can see yeah. my favorite
9: team. You're like, yeah, I get to go <laughs> see my boy Billy, but uh, you think you can get me, like, DT's autograph? Or something? Uh, right. be like, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they might want Case Keenum's autograph. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Their Minneapolis right? Miracle poster.
6: Yeah. All right, well, Billy, we'll let you get back in there. Thanks so much for the time Keep. Keep working hard because it's fun watching you plug in at all those spots. Hey man, Appreciate bro. it. Keep it up, BT.
2: Finally, Mark Stout and Ray Crockett talk to Philip Lindsay right after Wednesday afternoon's walkthrough. Lindsay is known for his speed, of course, but as he tells Mark and Ray, a big part of him getting open and making plays is mental and being smarter than the linebackers that try to cover him.
10: Hey, we're going out to the UCL Training Center, and uh, happy to say hello to Philip Lindsay, who joins Crockett and Stout on Orange and Blue 7. 60. How are you, number two? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Hey,
0: man, look, number two. <laughs> look, yeah, like, I feel like your second dad now. <laughs> you made right. me a prophet, son. You made me a prophet. Right. So uh, how did that feel, man? First of all, let me let me explain the play to you. Great shake route. I love the juice you gave the linebacker to stop his feet, then the explosion to get away from him, in the ability to get your eyes around and catch that ball. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that play, man.
11: I mean, I, I just pretty much did my job. I did what uh, what I was supposed to do. Uh, get my get get the uh, linebacker to sink his hips outside, been, uh, be able to get him get him sink his hips out, outside, so I can come back in. I know I knew that uh, Chad was going to get uh, rushed because of the coverage, and uh, it was just a good good uh, throw by Chad, being able to ha- hang in there while he got hit, and. Uh, and uh you know i I was able to catch the ball so he deserves that he deserves that
0: uh well tell me a little bit about the game look in general because we know you're a hometown kid the last time you was on that field you did work so how did it feel now to be on a different level on that field and to see all that orange and blue
11: Uh, It definitely felt good you know uh at the end of the day you know it, it brought me back to just saying it's just football uh, but definitely it felt good to be able to score a touchdown in the uh, orange and blue uh, in my own state you know after you know going to college at the University of Colorado and scoring a couple of touchdowns on Veville field to be a professional and be able to do it. Uh, it's just a surreal moment.
10: Philip, what's your key to getting uh, getting open space and getting out there and having some place to run?
11: You got to be smarter than the linebacker uh, in this league the, a lot of the linebackers are fast and they're smart. So, you got to be able to outsmart them. You got to be able to set them up and be patient. So, Let's see what I'm working on now. Yeah.
0: So, oh, Philip, at any time during the game, did you feel, I, I won't say overmatched because I know that's not in your mindset, but was there any problem like with the pressures and, and the blocking and the pickups that you had to make? Was there any one time that you say, oh, damn, I'm in the NFL now? <laughs>
11: uh, no, nah, at the end of the day, uh, everybody's human, and I'm trying to make a living, th- a li- uh, living off this, and I'm trying to support my family too. And I'm not gonna let no man just sit in my way, and just because of what people think my size. You know, I'm a grown man at the end of the day, and I- I'm going out to, to to provide for my family. So that's what I, in my head, that's what I'm thinking. You, uh,
10: I heard you say that you wanted to get better on special teams. What, what parts of the special teams are you talking about from the game the other night?
11: Uh, yeah, just uh, kick return, gunner, uh, you know, I'll probably get some punt returns this week, so make sure that, you know, I really lick the ball in on that, secure it, and uh, just going through, you know, the drills, our, our specialty coach is a hell of a coach, and it, it's about uh, doing things right, uh, and the drills that we have done have taken over to the game, and we've been able to be successful with that and uh, you know we got chicago coming up here and uh they have some real good vices for the gunners so it's going to be really key to to be able to do our fundamentals and take what we the drills that we do here in practice and take it out to the game uh saturday
0: so i'm sure this is probably your first time getting to really have a dual practice with another team i don't know if you guys did that in college that much so how does that feel to to have a team come in and, and did it feel like game time or just was it practice
11: uh, I mean, it definitely uh, it has a different energy to it, because you know you're, you're not hitting your own teammates. you are be able to hit somebody new, uh, work on your work on your uh, skills with somebody new. Actually, learn from them too. You, you get to talk to them and ask the linebackers and safeties. You know, what are you seeing? You know, what do I need to do to be able to get you know to make my my choice routes look better you know so it's it's it's, we're all getting better out here we're all uh competing and it it, for me uh you 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 go out there and you just compete and that's what i'm doing
10: hey philip we got one last thing for you can you tell me what it's like being in the huddle with chad kelly
11: yeah chad chad is a, a different kind of guy he's he's emotional uh he wears his heart on his sleeve uh you know he's a real good motivational and he just makes plays and you know you gotta love a guy like that you know he brings a lot of energy to the huddle and uh, you know he's serious. He anytime he messes up or he thinks he messed up, he wants to redo the play. And it could be a little thing as him saying saying the play over too, too many times. He'll 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 he want to redo the play just because of that. So he has the right mindset, and I'm excited to see what he comes up with this week. Demarius Thomas, Jake Butt, Clinton McDonald, Billy Turner, and Philip Lindsay.
2: Thanks to them for coming on Orange and Blue 760 after their work Wednesday, and thank you for joining us here in the Broncos Audio Zone. I'm Andrew Mason, and I'll talk to you next time.
0: Your official home for Broncos Training Camp 2018. Let's
11: go, man, let's
0: go! Orange and Blue 760. We got drive-